Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Listen for the screeching sound as the world stops its bullish view of Canada as we stumble from world leader to world laggard under Mr. Trudeau and his liberals as far as the economy is concerned. In an op-ed by Philip Cross in the Financial Post, he writes, From Swaggering to Staggering, Canada's Decline into Irrelevance. Now, just a few things before we talk to Dr. Can. In 2006, Canada's economic performance was so outstanding, the economist wrote of Canada as an economic superstar, quote, end quote. And, quoting again, the only country running current account and budget surpluses, end quote. In 2012, the OECD gushed over this country, forecasting our economic growth would lead the G7 over the next 50 years. Well, Philip Cross was appointed StatScan chief economic analyst in 2008, and uh, he wrote that the financial sector has toppled, and Canada, Canada's financial sector, and this country is known for being, quote, an ATM and safe deposit box for money laundering. Now, you want to hear this as well. The OECD, which was gushing over Canada in 2012, last year, you won't hear this from Ms. Freeland and the Liberal Caucus. The OECD last year downgraded Canada's prospects for economic growth through 2060 to dead last out of 38 countries. Hey, we're number 38. <laughs> we were number one. Now we're number 38, or we'll be really. It's it's very concerning. And guess what's most damaging to Canada's economy? According to the OECD, quote, the obstacles governments have deployed to hamper our energy industry, end quote. In 2022, Justin Trudeau claimed there is no business case to support LNG exports to Europe when the Chancellor of Germany came here, desperately wanting LNG from this country. So what happened? American firms, trust the Americans, they signed no fewer than 57 supply agreements with Europe for 73 million metric tons of LNG annually, according to the Wall Street Journal. That's all I have to say. Let me turn it over to my good friend, Professor Eric Cam, Professor of Macroeconomics at Toronto Metropolitan University. Dr. Cam, we're number 38. Hi, Roy. Hi. Yeah, number 38 with a bullet. Uh, the problem is the bullet is facing the wrong direction. Um, yeah, it's a rough time. It seems that whenever I come on your show, there's always something new to cultivate. And our country seems to be a race to the bottom. And you brought up a really good point to start up today, which is, you know, to old people like me, young people like you, 2008, 2009 is yesterday. And yesterday, we really were a thriving G7 nation. And to dig a little bit into that article, I thought it was interesting that the author wrote 
three things were really driving us. And he was exactly right. We had a AAA credit rating, which was well-deserved, a very stable macroeconomic economy, and we had resource riches. All three of those things were true. And if you add them up, not only was it a positive outlook, but at the time, the dollar was at par with the United States. And a lot of people said that our little loony, that little annoying thing jiggling in your pocket, is ready to join the global elite currencies of the world. And so what's sad, Roy, and we'll get into this, is that you fast forward, really to me, not that far. And the AAA credit rating has been downgraded. We don't have a stable economy. We have a flat economy trending downward. And resource riches, I think this is the most frustrating part, and you mentioned it. We're still resource rich. We just don't do anything with them. And the harm from discouraging oil and gas, you know, was never so prominent after Russia invaded the Ukraine. The world, especially Europe, was crying out for our oil. And we had no incentive, no government push to send it to them. So your quote from the LNG was really true. And so where do we stand today? Well, you know, second verse, same as the first. Our macro indicators are still flat, still trending downward. And I think the one new thing we should talk about today, but I'll take a breath, is this week's statistics that have come out on personal and corporate bankruptcies, Roy. Oh, okay. So we're number 38, according to the OECD, dead last between now and 2060 for economic growth. And so the... I guess it's a natural uh, segue to bankruptcies, Dr. Cam. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, some new numbers came out this week. Um, the total number of insolvencies in this country, Roy, in 2023, lest we forget, was up by the previous year by 23%. And businesses, and most of them small, was 41% higher than it was the previous year. And so this is a very, very scary trend. And where is it stemming from? Well, I knocked on a few doors, and I think a lot of it, we're right back to that old Serb discussion that you and I have had far too many times, that last month, if people don't know, small businesses faced a hard deadline to repay any interest-free loans that they had during the pandemic. And of the 900,000 companies that took the government support, Roy, one-fifth have not yet repaid those loans. And that is a staggering number. And the biggest problem, of course, is that those loans were taken out at minuscule percentages. And now, if they haven't paid that money back, then the debt that they incur on those loans has gone up from about 1% to about 5%. So not only are we stuck in a time where businesses are being hurt on the demand side and on the supply side, as we've said on the show before, right? Demand is not where it was before the pandemic. Input costs are much higher than they were. But now the debt that they've had to incur has gone up 10 times, not a factor of 10, but 10 times by the Bank of Canada by raising the prime from 0.25 to 5. And so the question now is not, Will there be 
more bankruptcies in 2024 than there was in 2023. The question, Roy, is only how many and what is it going to do to our economy? Spoiler alert, nothing good, Roy. Yeah. When you and I talk, and you talk as you just have, I always think about your students at uh, TMU. And I asked you last time you were on the air with us what it is they think. And please repeat what you told us about what's most important to your students, because what should be attainable to them, this country has the clout, if we'd only use it, to be economically sound and strong. Share with us, please, what, the, what your students' concerns are. My students really have two concerns. I shared one, one with you the last time we spoke, which is when they say, Dr. Cam, have I, am I ever going to afford to own a home? And unlike the generations that come, came before them, the answer now, if you look at probability, the answer is probably not in an urban center. And that leaves students wondering on so many levels, not just on a macro level of where am I going to be, but they also look around the halls of the university and go, and why am I here? Because I thought I was here to invest in human capital so I could buy that house. So it is up to me and my colleagues to, of course, settle down the hysteria and let them know that that investment is still the number one way of getting out of economic issues. Education is still the number one way of getting some solvency in your life. But the number two question that they ask, and I think it's an excellent question, is they want to know why, and I hate to put it like this, but I will, why is the government so stupid? And why are the lessons that we learn, not only in the lecture hall, but at home, not maintained by the people in charge? And let me give you a quick example. When we talk about debt, I often go into that there's good debt and bad debt. And the worst debt for consumers, Roy, it's no secret, credit card debt. Do you know right now in this country, Canadians owe $12 billion in credit card debt, 16% higher than last year. And so my students say, you've made a good point here, sir. We understand it. Why doesn't the country? And I say that as an open letter to the prime minister and his team. Why doesn't the government understand it, Roy? Yeah, when, when we look at consumer debt, non-mortgage debt, consumer debt, it's massive, absolutely massive. And how people are going to get out of that is, 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 is actually, for me, impossible to, to calculate. Well, I've, I've spoken on the air many times with our callers who've been kind enough to actually share their personal difficulties, uh, Dr. Cam, and it's so sad to hear because these are people who, who care, who want to succeed, want their kids to succeed, want to get out and, 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 and do things positively, and they just feel they're blocked at every corner. They are blocked at every corner right now, and it's a vicious cycle. And it goes back to our first topic, from debt to bankruptcy to debt to bankruptcy. And the vicious circle has to end. But as I've said before, and I hate to leave on a negative note, this government doesn't seem to have the propensity to want to establish anything firm other than a net zero green initiative. And it breaks my heart. I say it all the time as a professor, a father, and a Canadian. We could be doing so much more 
but there's no initiative on the part of our leaders and we have to sit back and take it, Roy. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.